0: welcome back to the rice the slice golf show podcast my name is theo gentleman by the side of me as always chenji meng welcome back episode 58 coming in hot today we have so much to catch up on today chenji first hey, of all and
1: i've got a lot of content oof. like a package a package oof. full of content oof. literally in a package
0: form today i can't even, i can't <laughs> even lift this it's, I can't even live it's, this. <laughs> it's going to be a good episode. Before we get started, first of all, thank you guys for listening. Please like and subscribe. If you're not already um following us on our socials at Russell Slides Podcast, go follow us, go like, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you. There's a lot going on today. We there's a lot to catch up pro- there's a lot to catch up on from last week. Uh I've been a busy boy. Chenji's been a busy boy. Look, oh my god. So if oh, is that all mine? Bye.
1: So
0: heavy right okay so if you're not listening if you're sorry if you're not watching and you're listening Chenji you just showed me on the camera a a massive heavy box now if you are reoccurring a reoccurring listener or viewer to the podcast you will know that a few weeks ago we have placed an order on g4.com um, or .co.uk which uh, G4 obviously is that? It's a po- very popular golf brand, and they make really nice shoes and really nice clothes. And we st- just a little backstory, and we ha- so happened to have a uh impl- an a, what is it an employee disc? Oh no, an employee account. Staff sale. Staff, staff sale. Yeah. So like a- annual annual staff
1: sale. And there was like an annual like staff sale,
0: and it was like seventy five percent off. Me and Chenji between us spent. 500 pound not every not, every, not everything was 75 percent off but it was up to no no 75% no, no what off. we got what we bought was probably 75 percent off there was things yeah, that we yeah, didn't like... buy that were not 75 percent off
1: correct correct yeah because
0: there were yeah so um you know typically a shoe on uh g4 a g4 shoes for like 180 pounds 250 pounds whatever uh i bought i don't even know how many pairs of shoes i bought i think i bought three and they were 45 pounds each so between me and Chenji, we ended up spending £500. The discount was, what, £1,300 discount. And uh, we were worried that the that the order was still pending and we'd have, we, we, that we wouldn't receive it. Until a couple of days ago, when I get a message from Chenji and he says to me, dude, you are going to love your shoes. So, no, no, okay, no. <laughs> we missed
1: an important step, which again, cannot be confirmed or denied, because we recorded an episode, our last episode, we actually, actually not, not just the last episode, the previous episode, it it's was. it been a couple of weeks now. Actually. Yeah, this has been going on um, for, for a few episodes now. Like two weeks ago, we like episode 56, we actually said, like, G4, please release our order, yes. and then you you've made a clip, you edited yep. a clip on our Instagram channel, and you've tagged G4, yep. right? Yes. And it was actually the day after that, I got a text from my friend... Right, whether or not we don't know if that post we don't know it it. could be pure coincidence but you know literally it's the the morning after you've basically posted that clip i get a message from my friend and bearing in mind that's already been like two weeks so to be fair it took the package like a month to actually come right like almost almost a month so but we got anyway Yep. And it's right next to me. I mean, I don't know if you want to do this now or we want to do this later, like a big, I mean, because I've actually kept this. I actually haven't. Well, I've opened it like the the whole box, but I actually haven't unpacked it. Right. So, I mean, I wasn't really going to play golf anyway. So I've kind of left all the content in there. So all of the this, you stuff, know what I mean?
0: Yes, I know exactly what you mean. So all, so that box that you have is both is it's is both of our stuff. It's both of our stuff. Okay. So just for clarity, the stuff that's in that box is not for this year. Because the shoes that we bought, they're very summery shoes. They're not trainers. They're like the proper shoes. Uh, what are they called, Chenji? And even oh. if you, even if you, could, I mean, you could wear them for the winter, but you wouldn't wear them for the
1: winter no, because, because, like, they're just too good for the winter. Like, you nice. wouldn't want to walk them in the mud. Uh, the, the that's it,
0: Galivantes. So it's like a proper dress yeah. shoe with like like it's, a plastic spikes. It's the, the
1: equivalent them. of the FootJoy yes. like Premier Series, yes. right? Yes. Whereby like you know, it looks like a dress shoe. Yes. Different colors, and you'll get to see what it looks like afterwards.
0: Yes, I can't wait. Can you just show me one thing from that box? That's mine. Just one.
1: That's yours. Uh, dude, I will not show you one thing that's... I mean, I'll tell you what. Like, my favourite item in this, it's nothing golf-related. I make, I kind of made a silly purchase, but it kind of makes sense. And, like, literally, <laughs> it's it's my favourite thing that I bought. I don't... Wanna, should I show you now yeah, or should yeah. I show you later? It's like sh- just a surprise? Me, just
0: quickly, just show me now. Oh, my God. You got the... Is that the pillow? <laughs>
1: I got a pillow, mate. Oh, it's the softest pillow I have ever, ever,
0: Do- ever felt in my life. You, you need to uh, first of all, you need to get the microphone and pick up the microphone. I can't really. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's like it's the softest, softest pillow that I've
1: ever felt in my whole life. Yeah. Like, no, seriously. I thought it would be like a silly purchase, right? And I thought no, no, I'd no. be gifting this away for Christmas. It's a silly purchase. I thought
0: I'd be gift. It's a silly purchase. It's a very silly purchase. It's a pillow who who buys a golf branded pillow like i i I once made a very very silly purchase and i've and i've bought a very expensive pillow and ever since then it's been on on a mantelpiece and i've never ever even like looked at it twice so it's a silly purchase but you got that quite cheap so it's fine like this was this was 150 pounds normally no not normally how much full price like 35 like or So that's okay that's fine but yes yeah, it's, decent, yeah course, it's, it's, it's all right it's mate good. this
1: is this is made of like pure virgin merino wool okay. and i'm literally
0: touching this right now and it's like okay put it back in the box just put it back in the box <laughs> <laughs> can you show me a shoe a shoe
1: a shoe i will say this i'm going to show you the ugliest shoe which you got
0: wait is, is the ugliest shoe mine yeah oh i mean i only God. bought one pair All dude your pair you? is amazing you sent me a picture of yours and it looks incredible
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna show you this one first yeah which is like this sort of like canvas oh not, sorry not canvas wait show 11. me the bottle. like the wall and the wait, look, like, look, it leather. looks nice
0: but I, i'm sure it looked nicer in the picture no <laughs>
1: yeah it, it it
0: yeah it looked nicer in the picture but still nice though no it's fine it's good it's good no no go, go go a little bit further down let me actually see it in on the camera it looks fine it looks okay yeah it's fine it is it is what it is No, it's it's good it's good it's good i just don't like it when it when they crease like at the at the front when you walk that just puts me off completely so I, i'm quite excited to um to see what's going on to see, to to see. i don't know when i'm going to get them because obviously i don't even know when i'm going to see you next but yeah yeah soon but
1: you know have you so seen the
0: the football shirt? have you opened that
1: i well, I I've I'll
0: leave that as a surprise. So what so what are you planning then? Are you gonna show me everything at the end? Is it gonna be like what what's gonna happen?
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean I mean are we gonna do this now? I guess might as well do this
0: now, right? Well, I, mean, I mean we've already
1: unboxed tooth items.
0: Listen, I don't want to just um like have a podcast episode where most people listen to the podcast and they don't watch it to just have a little showy show and tell and there's people like mowing greens at JCB. And you know they, they they're just oh those shoes are nice you know oh that shirt is nice and yeah you know, so then they're gonna come back and actually watch our YouTube video. I think they're just gonna be annoyed and maybe unsubscribe. So shout Fine, out to, to do, all the Green Greenkeepers that are listening. Uh, thank
1: you very much. Yeah, I and my it. and my colleague James because he watches like he listens to it on his way to work. Yeah, there's a lot. Of people, there's a
0: lot of people, a lot more people that listen to the podcast than view the That's podcast. True. So, it's yeah. just one of those Let's things. do that in the end.
1: Let's do that in the end. Okay. Let's do that in the end. All right, okay, and yeah, even if fine. you don't. Um, yeah, speaking- Let's of- go with the proper content. Mate, like you've posted something today. Wait, before like-
0: we get into that. Oh. Speaking of silly I purchases. I ask you that. Uh, okay. What are you currently wearing, Chenji? Just quickly tell us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this old thing. <laughs>
1: Oh, this whole thing! Oh, oh my God! Actually, this is very important because, right? We mentioned this in our last episode that you know I kind of made a silly purchase of the week, um, which was like you know back when we were at the Ryder Cup in Italy in Rome. Um, we like and actually one of my friends, Leo, he uh, he asked me if I could go to pop by the uh, Laura Piana store um, in Rome, and there's only one store in Rome. And um, that sold the Ryder Cup gear. And I actually thought it was like a gimmick because I didn't, like, I knew the brand, Laura Piano, which is one of the most expensive brands in the world. They learned for this, like, cashmere, like, sweaters, cashmere, yeah. everything. Yeah. And it costs silly money, right? Silly like, money for, like, plain normal clothes. Silly, silly money. Um, so originally, I thought they just did this for, like, as a special sort of, you know, Ryder Cup event, just like, you know, any anything else. But actually, whilst we're at the Ryder Cup, I found out that they actually officially sponsored... The European Ryder Cup team, and it- which actually meant that, and like not, basically they sponsored all of their like athletic outfits or like you know the the ones that they used for the um for the actual uh, events. They sponsored the caddy as well, so the caddy was wearing the same thing, yep. and they sponsored like the formal wear as well. So yep. like you know when they were on these like gala duties, like official duties, they were wearing suits, tailored suits, trousers, and shoes, all um, you know designed and well made by Laura Piana. Yep, and uh, so basically, which made the Rider Cup, like, team um, officially having the most expensive, like, sports uniform of all times. Like, True. no other sport has, like, uniforms as expensive as the European Rider Cup each, team. Each player anyway, I think they were, like, kitted out with, like, 40 grand's worth of stuff. Yeah, easily. Easily, yeah. like, in a retail value, right? So, yeah. um, and then, plus the caddies, plus yeah, all yeah, the yeah. event stuff, the captains, the vice-captains, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm even sure even, like, the WAGs as well. The I don't, girlfriends? I don't know. I d- I d- Poss- possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Um, and um, so, yeah, and we went to the, we actually went to the Laura Piano store and, um, you know, looked at, you know, some of the pieces available. There was only like two pieces available and turns out they were all like sold out. Like, and the only two there was like, you know, extra small or like extra, extra, extra large. Mm-hmm. So I like, couldn't buy it. But then I obviously like to you know, have a look and how much it costed. And basically one of these um, quarter zips, right? That you're currently wearing. Airport, like that i'm currently wearing and i flipped the label and it's like uh what 2300 euros yep (laughs) like ridiculous anyway again but to be fair would have bought it just a piece of memory right and then you know and then you
0: make fun of me for for buying silly purchases for like a lot cheaper things like that and you're like yeah i would spend 2300 euros on a a quarter zip that is an that is the silliest of silly purchases of the week Anyway, yeah, so, so we come anyway, back to the UK. We come back.
1: We come back to the, to the UK. I don't buy this. And it kind of slips my mind. And then this one day, as it happens, I'm on eBay. I think I was like looking for some clubs and I'm like, you know, right. I used to actually like during COVID, I had like this hobby of basically scavenging clubs online, yep. you know, buying them while well, kind of law-balling people. And if they accept it, they accept it, And then I'd played myself. And if I didn't like those clubs, I just sell it on. Yep. And um, so I was like, you know, right. It looks like some. I l- tried to look at some clubs and I was like already on eBay. So I thought, let's type in. Loro Piana Ryder Cup. And there I saw like three pieces or something. Like one was like some old thing from like 2018 or something. And then the other one was like this cashmere sweater. And I took a look. It was like, oh my gosh, it actually says 2023 Marco Simone. And um, then I looked at the label itself and like within the whole, like within the inside the clothes. And um, it actually like has initials on there MD. And then i look at look at the description and it's like a very brief description saying that like you know again you know laura Piana rudder cup you know 2023 um which is like a caddy edition so i was like um is this legit or not like because it actually had it's like um what's it called like what's it what's that thing called again the, the tag the um the tag on it as well yeah right like saying laura Piano. so it was like basically brand new it, it was never so, worn, basically yeah it was never worn because it was, and, because, uh, so, and it was so,
0: so, you're lucky because it was never worn because of how hot it was in at uh, in italy on that week of the- so i kind of thought yeah. it
1: makes sense because no one's gonna wear like you know this in the middle of summer like True. well you know like 30 degree weather in rome right yeah and Especially um, a caddy so when then they're i go yeah, walking, no chance. you know no, chance. no way
0: they're gonna wear it right yeah
1: so so i go on and then i go online and i look at okay whose caddy actually has like initials md yeah right so i like you know i google you know rory mcelroy nope like ludwig Orberg, nope and justin rose no and then then, and then the next one i th- um, searched for was Tyrrell hatton yep and guess what i and guess what his caddy was name was michael donald M- michael donaghy oh Mick donaghy.
0: Donaghy. that was a lot closer i guess yeah that was that was actually very very close no i mean okay, md okay. i mean to
1: be fair like english but generic yeah, english MD, name, isn't michael it? Something, um, michael something. <laughs> michael 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 douglas <laughs> like i mean like, you could like, you could take you can name like 50 people and you probably get yes like, anyway yeah um So kind of like, you know, I thought, okay, this is legit then, right? So I I look at it and it was like, literally has like an hour, 30 minutes left in its bid. So, and I was like, okay. So I set myself an alarm and I was like, right, let's kind of bid for it. Like at the last second, if I get it, I get it. Right. Right. An hour and 20 minutes pass by, I lock back on, my alarm goes off, I lock back on. I make like basically like a a sniper bid, right? Like literally last 10 seconds, I made like a bid um and somehow the timer went to zero and did a refresh ebay and you were and says the winner congratulations you won the you won the item paid up and um you received it and it are. looks great You received good. it, and, and actually you know i've 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 got some Penner pieces at home okay. and you know i was looking at like all the checked all the labels i cross-checked all everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything it's legit. legit it's legit okay. it's legit speaking of legit and super comfy it's really nice. Speaking of
0: legit, I need to hurry you up, Chenji, because the timer is yes, running out. Yes,
1: go, 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 <laughs> so go. So Chenji buys this. What are you doing? What are you doing? Wait, wait, what are you wait, doing? Wait, wait,
0: shush, shush. <laughs> so Chenji buys this and sends me a link to the same guy. He's selling the same quarter zip, but the Sunday version, the blue version. And uh, it's currently on eBay. No, the
1: Saturday sp- version. That's a Saturday the Saturday
0: version. Saturday version. And there's 30 seconds left. I was the highest bidder. I am outbid now. There's 25 seconds left, Chenji. And, oh my God. Uh, and I am about oh my to God. try and <laughs> be the biggest, the, the highest bidder. Black like, like Okay.
1: Fifteen just, seconds. Just. Fourteen. Thirteen. Go, mate.
0: Go. Confirm. Try. Bid. It. Confirm oh, bid no, and then I've, go I've, one I've up. I've been, I've, I've been outbid. I've do it again. I'm do doing again.
1: It, I'm doing it. Fifteen. 15 pounds oh, more. No, I've, go. I've, been, I've been
0: outbid again. Another one.
1: I'm doing it. Ah no! Now.
0: It's gone. No. Wait. I don't know if if, if my bid went through i won i won <laughs> no there's no way
1: there's yes no sir way. Oh, you you won by five pounds you won by five pounds oh my god you won, dude i you literally won by pressed five it pounds. on zero
0: i literally pressed it on zero. <laughs> oh my god i can't believe Love. we did this oh my god oh my god oh my god dude, i swear oh that god right sorry guys um yeah so it just so happened that we're recording the podcast while this item was live on the Wow, on on eBay, and I just checked because I saw Chenji wearing it when we started the podcast. I said, "Oh my God, I think it's ending today." Like this, uh, this item, and I went and checked, and he was like, "Oh, it ends in seven minutes." So I was like, "Okay, Chenji, I'm sorry, but we're gonna, I'm gonna have to try and outbid it on uh, on on while we're doing the podcast." And it just so happened, Jesus, mate, I pressed, I pressed the the, the number, Dude, high five. <laughs> I pressed the number <laughs> on like literally zero, and I, I I can't believe that went through. Brilliant, right? Oh, okay, so now we are proud owners of. Uh, the most expensive and greatest uh, Ryder Cup merch of all time. That's brilliant. Best
1: thing of all. We actually went there.
0: Um, and we, <laughs> yeah, which makes it even better. So now we're going to look like absolute wankers. You said it, mate. <laughs> when we run up to the to the golf course. But Wait, I
1: think like this is gonna stay in my clubhouse locker room. Yes. Right? That, that, and that's the same with me. Whenever I finish when I, whenever I finish around in the winter, like some well, or oh, even in the heat of the summer I'm just golfer. gonna like oh. I'm just gonna like put this on, yeah. go to the clubhouse, you know, basically dick hanging out, right? Yeah. So, like, yo, look at me. Yeah. That makes <laughs> but sense. to be fair, no, I mean, like, and the the point of Laura Piano is, like, they never have any logos. Yeah, um, which I like that. So no one, no one would actually know. I agree, yeah, is, I love that. This is the one. But I think, like, first of all, it is super comfy. Yeah. Second of all, you'd actually wear this for a round of golf because it's actually really well designed for, like, golf. Like, you've got, amongst all the silk and cotton or whatever, like, you know, these perforated um, underarm sort of designs. It looks really so good. So basically, like, you know, again, it's really athletic. I just think really it it should do. It should do. because... Anyway, congratulations! My Look at is, that. That's kind of big that's big sick,
0: yours, isn't it? You told me. Yeah, yeah, but you're you're bigger than me, right? Yeah, so. exactly. That that's why I'm hoping that it, it would just it, it's actually bigger and it's not just and it's just not not just a number. Anyway, that's that that, that was pr- pretty cool. That was pretty cool. We did this live, and it was actually kind of intense. And
1: you that. want no, but seriously, like as it approached zero seconds, because I w- I was looking at the same thing. Yeah, 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 It was like five pounds below what you bid for. I know, and. I can't believe
0: I got it. I can't be- I can't believe wow. you got it for like...
1: Yeah. Amazing. Okay.
0: Right. Anyway, moving on. Today I had a great day, Chenji. I don't know if you know.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So oh, my God. For-, if, okay, for, go on. for those of you who don't know, today, if, like literally five hours before recording this podcast on Monday, um, Theo posts on Instagram, both on our Rice and Slice Golf Podcast page and on his own page, with a picture of him standing in front of the Titleist Performance Center, Woburn. For those of you that don't know, that's like the pinnacle, epitome, yes. pinnacle of
0: of of of, uh, yeah. of fittings of club fittings.
1: So, like Ian Poulter gets his clubs fitted there,
0: um, right? Yeah, I, that that probably that's probably true. Uh,
1: <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure most Titleist sponsored staff, like pro members, get their like you know go there. Sometimes, not like every day, but like sometimes just to get their club styled in. Yep. Which like it... they've got so much technology in there, right? Okay. It's like it's... this cordoned off area within like Woburn, right? That you can only get in with like appointment only. And then everything inside is like super, super high tech. It, it's, and... it's, yeah,
0: it's funny, right? Because um, you've actually dr- driven past, like to go to the Titleist fitting center, you drive past it. To go. Sorry, to go to Woburn, you drive past the Titleist fitting center. But you don't see it because it's behind like a massive gate, and then you, the gate opens. You kind of, um sorry, you park at Woburn. They come and collect you in like a, 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 a kitted out tightless buggy. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they kind of put your cl- your clubs on on, on the did on you, the buggy. Did you,
1: did you take some pictures?
0: I took pictures and videos. I will be making like a little like tight like a one minute. I don't know, tight (laughs) list review.
1: One minute minute golf review, but tight list. Yeah, yeah. But
0: again, I wish I took more videos. Uh, um, I felt a bit, not awkward, but there was no, in in the fitting studio, in the whole area facility, it was just me and the club fitter. There was nobody else there. So we had the whole place to ourselves. So um, first of all, what really quite impressed me, today's Monday and I went today. On Friday, I get a random phone call and guess who's on the phone? Ian Porter. Ian Porter. <laughs> You're joking? No, I'm not joking. You're joking? No, he's like, hey, Theo, watch your podcast. I'm a huge fan. I want to come on. I'm joking, dude. Of course I'm joking. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, dude. No, don't do it. Because I, I don't know how to blur that out. <laughs> anyway, no. So I get, I get I get a phone call. From you
1: always do this <laughs> to me, Theo. It's, this is not the first time, I'm sorry, and this is I'm not going to be sorry. the last time. Yeah, no.
0: And I'm always going to be tricked. One day, though, it will be an importer. So, just I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so, I get a phone call, and it was actually my club fitter, Duncan. And he goes, Hey, Theo, my name's Duncan. Uh, I'm, I'm, your, I'm I'm, calling you from the Titleist Performance Center. I'm going to be your, your uh, club fitter for, for on Monday. So, I just want to try and get some information out of you, and I'm trying to understand you a little bit better before you get in. Like, what are you trying to get out of this fitting? And I'm like, oh my God, that that, I, that caught me off guard a little bit, mate. Like, you know, I, I want some, I want irons. And we, we're talking, mate, we had like a 10 minute conversation before I even turned up. And he's like, okay, so he knows like what to expect, what not to expect and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, that's a pretty cool little feature how he called me like, I don't know, three days before. And he's like, hey, you know, just want to say welcome. Uh, can't wait to see you, can't wait to spend time with you. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool, cool little feature. I turn up on Monday. I call him. He comes, picks picks me up. He takes me to the to the performance center, mate. The gate opens, and it's just this beautiful little drive. And in front of you, you see the actual facility right in front of you. And on the right, you can see all the beautiful grass. Uh, there's like uh, pin locations. There's like a short game area on the on like the bottom right. Um, there's there's um, the facility itself is just absolutely beautiful. There's a reception, and while I'm driving up, I can see the reception, and there's a massive screen saying um, a "Welcome, Theodorus Calopidis. And I was like, "Oh, that's a pretty cool little feature." And I was like, oh, "I didn't expect that. That's pretty cool." So yeah, he said, "This make you feel special. All all this is just making you feel special." We walk in. The first thing he did was uh, he gave me a tour of the entire facility, and I was like, "Whoa!" He took me like he showed me. There's two. How, ha-
1: how early did you arrive there? How early did so you arrive?
0: my appointment was from 11 to 3. They only have one appointment a day. No way. Yeah, so that's it. There's one appointment a day, and every day day. You're joking. booked. Yeah, and, I, and I've actually booked this like two weeks in advance. It was easy this now because of like it's winter, but in the summer, mate, you have zero chance of getting. Like I bet you, if you go now on the title's website, you won't be able to find a, a a fitting for like from like April onwards. So That's uh, crazy. Yeah. So I was looking. So
1: one fits. So one fitting a day between
0: 11 and 3 o'clock. Yes. So this kind of job. Four hours. Three hours. No? Wow. 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. Oh yeah, four hours. Bloody hell. Wow. Wow. So for, wow. but the 4 hour fitting that's for your whole bag. Driver, uh irons and wedges. Putter? No, no putter. I didn't want a driver or all wedges. It's fine. Go go to Mark for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh I didn't want a driver or wedges because I already have the SM9s. I'm not going to I'm not going to get new SM9s. And my driver is brand new almost. It's like only like four months old. I'm not going to get a new driver. So I only went there for irons. And I told him this on the phone. He goes, yeah, no problem. We'll just take our time um, hitting irons. And I'm like, wicked. And I'm thinking, it's not going to take four hours to fit me for irons. It took me four hours to fit me for irons. We were so no, meticulous. Just the irons. Just the irons. Just the irons. Yeah, so you're we, we could have obviously sped everything hours. up. We could have sped everything oh up gosh. and we could have um if i want, was looking for a driver fitting obviously you know we could have done that for an hour but i was like nah i'm good like you know but or maybe he might have skipped a couple of steps like that we didn't need to do uh so he can do a, like a driver fitted fitting in that in that period or whatever but yeah so we didn't first thing he did sorry i'm, I'm going too far ahead first thing they did uh he Let's did make sorry. a tour did a tour did a tour. Yeah, he gave me a tour. There's two uh, yeah. hitting bays. One hitting bay is like a trackman room. It's got this massive, like, 450-inch TVs that are put together that make one massive little, like, massive TV. And that's for uh, the trackman or the data or the information, everything about you, whatever, whatever. And then um, what else? And then it's just beautiful, clean. You know how normally you go to, again, both. I, I kind of like both types, but normally when you go to, like, a fitting. Uh, on the wall, they've got the shafts on the walls and like all the heads and, and, all, the, and all the clubs like hung up nicely on the walls all around. Uh, for this one, they don't have this. They have like, you know, like um, mechanic drawers that like you see at mechanics where they pull mm-hmm. them out. It, it's all like it's all professionally done. Title branded, wow. obviously, as you can imagine and he's like yeah and he's and he's literally just opening every single drawer He's like yeah these are the shafts these are the other shafts these are the heads these are the irons these are the drivers these are the wedges and i'm like oh my god so you know the videos that you see on social media when they do like a truck uh, like a truck um vlog like
1: the yeah the tour trucks
0: yeah 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 so the, like the, 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 the they do like a little what do you call it like um a tour of the actual tour trucks and they're like okay this is what we do this is, i got to see that face to face right and, um, yeah, showed me all the shafts, showed me all the other things, and then took me in, into the other little uh, hitting bay. And in, in that hitting bay, there is no TrackMan. What they have, they have three high, high, high speed cameras or slow motion cameras. Ooh. So one in the front, one behind you and one on your side, that all the pros from on like pros, pros, like European tour pros, they go there to get to get with like, they go with their coach or with their psychologist, apparently, and they 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 practice there to kind of work, and they can see and they can like record themselves on the swing and everything. They can slow it down dramatically, and they can work on whatever they're working on. That's sick. It's incredible. And then in the room next door, it's a, it's like a little um, meeting room with like a big table. One's like eight eight ten chairs. On the wall, they had Matt Fitzpatrick's driver that he won the U.S. Open at with. No way. And they had. Um, Jordan Spieth's three iron, this, I forget this, he hit, like, a really famous shot with a three iron. He told me, about I completely, it's, my mind's just gone blank. It's somewhere in, the, in Scotland, I want to say, and they have that three iron, and it's signed and everything, and he's not even behind, like, glass. Like, you, he was like, yeah, you can pick it up and, like, hold it. I was like, this is incredible. T- he takes me uh, into, like, the changing rooms, and he shows me, mate, there's not a single room. Like, he even showed me, like, their offices, the best room was the last room that he showed me. And he goes to me, you can't record in here. And I'm like, oh, I already love this room. So obviously I'm like recording, um, you know, like all the little rooms or whatever. But again, I'm trying to be a little bit mindful because I don't really know the guy. I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to record. But he obviously started, was like, look, I hope you don't mind. I, I might be like just recording and taking pictures because this is quite interesting. He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. But there's there's a couple of things you can't record. I'm like, "Cool, oh, no problem. Dude, he took me in the little mechanics um like area where they fix and make and sh- and bend and straighten and saw all the shafts and all the clubs out and he's like opening mate he's opening drawers and opening drawers and opening drawers and it's just shafts after shafts lofts um uh, irons after irons club heads uh drivers Mate, there's everything you can possibly imagine. He's like getting everything out and and he's walking me past every single machine. And it's like, this machine does this, this machine does that this machine does this this much and i'm like what like oh, are you can you know how much of a geek i am when it comes to things like this dude and i'm like oh my 100%. god dude this is amazing so then we kind of have a coffee he was like yeah if you want to go to the toilet the toilets are here if you want if you want a coffee just help yourself they even had i don't have it i left it in i left it in my golf bag like titleist branded water you know what? That's sick like, obviously uh, oh why, my like, god obviously they took me in a room that was filled from top to bottom, in golf balls, boxes and boxes, shag bag after shag bag, of Pro V1s, Pro V1Xs, Pro V1 Left Dash, and then he was like, he's walk, dude, he's walking me through, and there's like shelves and shelves of like shag bags. He's like, yeah, this is Matt Fitzpatrick's golf balls. This is, uh, he's like, oh, this is. Um, Max Homer's golf ball. This is Jordan Spieth's golf ball. This is Justin Thomas. And guess what I found out, Trenji? Go on. I've got, got some scoop. Ooh. You're not gonna believe this. Well, you, as there might be some people out there that- What,
1: like somebody who is not sponsored by Titleist no. secretly No, 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 uses no, 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 no. Ah, okay. P- probably
0: more interesting than that. There's, there might be a couple of people that know this, but I bet you there's a bunch of people that don't know this.
1: Right, ask me the question.
0: Uh, I I can't. I have to tell you. I can't ask. Okay,
1: you. fine, 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 fine.
0: <laughs> we have. We uh, wait. How can I. How, how can I put this? We have big the scoop. understanding that golf professionals use prev One, prev One X, prev One Left Dash, and that's pretty much it. If you're a Titleist player, yes, they. That is a very very big mi- misconception. Don't tell me they use AVX. No. They don't even use the brands that we get to use. They have no. specific models. Tour issued balls. They have tour issued balls that we are not even able to get. And I, no way. yeah. And I have some details. Some of these you can get in the US, but you can't get them in the UK. So he explained to me that there's probably around eight balls that uh, tight list balls that we can get anywhere in the world. There's probably another five or six more that are only tour issued. Not only are the tour issued, some balls are only made for a specific one specific player. Matt Fitzpatrick uses a golf, a, pro, um, a version of a Pro V1 that you cannot buy and is not made for anybody else on tour. Adam Scott no uses a Pro V1 from 2006 or 2016. Um, who else was it? Same with Justin Thomas. I want to say Jordan Spieth, but I could be wrong. There's 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 a Pro V1 called Pro V1 Left Dot. Left Dot. Yes. Wow. And this ball, after getting my fitting, he said that this ball would suit me the best. But the closest thing that I could play in that I could play with is a Pro V1. So this, okay, so I, I have a little chart here, right? So typically,
1: Mate, did you did you did you secretly take one of those left dots back? That would be uh, awesome.
0: I I could have you you if you if I asked, they would have been like, yeah, here, just have one, no problem. But I would never have hit it. I would never I would, I would have kept it.
1: Oh yeah, of course not. Keep in of mind, course, like
0: yeah. I I got to, like I was holding these. He was just opening like golf bags, and he was like, oh yeah, this is a left dot. This is the um, I don't know. There's a bunch of names like uh, where is it left dot? I don't know. I've got it somewhere. Right. So typically, there's the three main main balls for for tightest right pro v1 pro v1 x and the avx pro v1 optimal flight spin for most golfers with very soft feel right so that's like the pin the the main ball for for players on the on the tour and then you have pro v1 x which is it flies higher it spins more and it feels firmer and then the avx which is the exact which does the exact opposite now for softer, me softer yes lower spin and then pro v1 x left dash is is in, it sits in between the pro v1 and the Prevy One X. Oh no, it doesn't. It sits above the Previ One X. So it flies even Correct. higher and spins and even. It goes more. even harder. Yeah, yeah, and it feels even firmer. So my ball, my optimal ball for my for my game, is the the ball the pro between the Previ one and the Prevy One X, which is a Pro One left dot. I think he said to me that you can buy them in the US. But again, I'm not gonna go through the trouble of buying how many like fascinating. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. And then there's where, ah man there is there's a ball in between a prevy one and a privy one uh, privy one and an avx there's probably another five balls that we don't even know that exist and they literally only get made for the pros and i was like this is incredible and they and they had them all like there, just sitting there doing nothing right um what else what you what are you trying to find the left
1: dot i found them on ebay how much are they uh, too expensive. they're shipping from Australia. That's what I mean. I'm sure I can you, get them.
0: You, can, you can't get them.
1: Oh yeah, no Left Dot. They're US only. Yeah, they go for fifty five dollars uh, a box. So fifty
0: five dollars plus tax that you're going to pay plus delivery, it's going to cost you like a hundred pound a box.
1: I tell you what, I'm going to get my friend to buy this and then ship it over to
0: me. So Prevy One Left Dot golf balls are designed for players seeking a more penetrating trajectory with lower long game spin. That Prevy One, that lower. Uh, lo- but yeah i can't i can't read penetrating trajectory with lower long game spin than a pro v1 but with comparable green side control and soft feel benefits extraordinary distance with okay uh, lower full swing spin so my when i went to get fitted my uh balls dude he could not believe like after after seeing me hit like a seven iron sorry sorry i'm, go, I'm going too far we get in the fitting area he goes to me yes. what club do you want is there any club that you want to try and obviously, there's not a single person that goes for a fitting for whether it's for a driver or, a, or, or an iron or whatever. And you almost make your mind up which club you, you're going, which club you're going to get yeah. before you even yeah.
1: go. Yeah, T, T, T two hundred, right, or T one hundred and fifty. So for, for me,
0: I right. So if you go for a driver, like for example, I went to Warwickshire Golf Team to get fit for a driver, and in my mind, I really wanted a Titleist TSR driver. Until I went there and I was like almost convinced I'm going to walk out today with a Titleist TSR driver. Until I went there and I couldn't get on with it. I couldn't hit it. So the best hitting driver was between TaylorMade Stealth 2 and the Ping G430. So I ended up going for the Pink G430, which was like my backup plan anyway, right? But I, I already know I'm, no, I'm never going to go for a Paradigm and I'm never going to go for the Cobra Jet or whatever it was called, right? So going into the Titleist fitting studio, I knew that I was going to walk away either with the T150s or the T200s. And when you asked me the question, I, I didn't answer that. I said, look, I'm, I'm going to keep my mind open. You can fit me however you want to fit me. Give me whatever club you want to give me. And whatever you think is best for me, that's the club I'm walking out with. And I genuinely meant that. If you told me that the T100 was the club for me, I would have walked out with the T100. Same on the other side, where if I, if I got the T300, which is basically like a muscle back, it's, it's, it's a little bit... Beginners. It's, it's yeah. a little bit thinner than the current clubs that i use now the g425s so i he goes to me okay so um first he goes to me i'm going to try you on the t150 and the t200s i'm like cool so i was already like okay i, I already knew that this was going to happen but i wanted him to fit me i didn't want me to fit me like that's why exactly. i'm paying all the money exactly. i want you to do your job right obviously yep so we start hitting t uh, uh, 200s so you can see he gives me the seven iron so i start hitting my he goes to me just warm up how you normally would so i get my clubs I'm, I'm hitting um, sand irons. I'm hitting seven, nine irons, seven irons, uh, a little a hybrid, whatever. And then he goes, okay, so just hit a few seven irons. We get the numbers. And I'm hitting my my seven iron. And he's looking at the numbers. And he goes, what's your handicap again? I said, oh, 13. He goes, I don't know where you're going wrong, but I, I, I genuinely can't understand why you're a 13 handicap. And I'm like, oh, really? No. And I'm like, uh, genuinely, the numbers that I'm seeing, he goes... I just don't see you being like, I don't know how you're at 30 handicap. I'm like, oh, you should see me put. <laughs> you know, just making little no, small talk. No, you
1: should, you should have said, oh, you should have seen me in the
0: Rick Shields video, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah how I missed <laughs> 10 chances Dude, to win 10,000 pounds. But yeah. Did you not tell him? Uh, no, 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 him? of course not, dude. Come on. <laughs> of course not.
1: I, I I needed to be there b- to be your PR person. Yes. I yes. seriously, I should have been there today yeah, with you. you anyway, you go you on. You would have looked
0: just as much as I did, even though I was the one buying the clubs. Honestly. Mate, uh, seriously, yeah, exactly. Go so uh, I start hitting um my seven nine, he goes, Oh my god, like yeah, great, great strike, great strike, great strike. And then obviously Trackman is is behind me and is like, I, I can see that your um what is it, club to path? Whatever it is. Basically, the, yeah. the way I'm I'm hitting the ball, it's my club face is very close. Face to path was very close, closed. And the reason why it's closed is because I'm scared that I'm going to slice it. So I, I overcompensate the, the being closed. And the way I set up is I set up for a fade. So it's either going to fade or it's going to go a little bit left, but it's not going to slice. And he goes to me, I don't like the fact that you're doing that. You need to trust your line more. I'm like, dude, I can't because if I trust my line and I'm aiming towards the pin, it's, I'm going to slice it. And it's it's just, I can't not close the club. And it goes, me, okay, then there you go. Pro- that's problem one that we, that we need to fix. So he was, I was like, okay, cool. It's like, why? So keep in mind, what, right now we're hitting inside or off the turf. And he's explaining to me like even the turf that they've, not the turf, like the indoor fake grass that they have down. They're like, this is a, we've done extensive research and this is the closest thing that we can, that you can, um find to a fairway like even wow. the fake grass has been like very well thought after so I'm like okay cool so he goes but what we're going to do we're going to we're going to start here we're going to go outside we're going to hit on grass we're going to hit we're going to go to the short game area we're going to go in the bunkers we're, we're going to do everything i'm like yes mate like that's exactly what i want so i'm hitting shots and hitting shots and he goes okay your ball flight is really really high which is a good and bad thing. It's really good if the weather's great, but if but if you're playing into wind, it's just going to balloon up and then your, your yardages are going to be way off, so you're not going to know what you're going to hit. And I'm like, well, actually, it's funny you say that because you're absolutely correct. <laughs> like If I'm playing into wind, I, 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 it's it's like a guessing game on what club I'm going to get because if if, a, if it balloons up, then you know I'm losing 70, 80 yards of distance. It's okay, so we need to work on that. So then we go outside... Uh, I'm hitting balls off the grass, and, and he wants to see my divot pattern. So obviously, I chunk a few, you know, I, um, I, I I thin a few. I didn't really slice any, to be honest with you. To be fair, I I've, I've, I've re- I genuinely hit some really good shots with both my clubs and the Titleist clubs, and I was glad because I didn't want to go there, be nervous, and be like I'm like be nervous. I'm like not hit good shots like how, how I would normally play. So I hit every single shot that I would normally hit in, in a golf course. I hit it. I thinned a few. I, I shanked. No, I didn't shank any. I thinned a few. I chunked a few. I, you know, if I fatted a few, but I, I also hit a, but a lot, a lot, a lot of good shots. So, you, so he well, after a chunking a few, which it could happen, it, it could happen like once or twice around. Anyway, because to me the reason why you're doing that is because your your swing path is so shallow and it's so it should be, but because your your club face is so upright. It almost digs into the ground. The club face closes. You drag the ground, and then you hit it, and, and you either chunk it or it goes left, because we don't want that. So he basically uh, he he went okay. So he went into the drawers. He gets a seven iron. Head out. Uh, he goes to me. your are you're. Uh, you're uh, he he, goes, he couldn't believe how fast my swing was with, with my seven iron. He goes yeah regular shaft is not is not for you let's try stiff i was like okay i already already kind of knew your your ping were regular shafts yes yeah yeah i know that's crazy dude you have an extra you have an extra no no stiff 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 stiff. okay okay so uh yeah so we we tried obviously a couple a few like three four stiff shafts the first one which is the true temper dynamic gold s 300 shaft flex um stiff obviously um, that was the one I, I, I don't know, man. Like I was hitting seven irons with the T two hundreds and the crunch and the comfort and the effortless, you know, swing that I had to put to get like, dude, I was averaging like 180 yards with my seven iron, my, my, in the winter, in the winter, in the wind, it was uh, in, in, I was like, what the hell, man? Like, this is amazing. So normally if you ask me what, what my, what I hit my seven iron, I'm going to say 160 i know it's more than 160 it's, it's more like 170 but i don't want to be that guy that's like oh i hit my seven iron 175 yards i hit my seven iron like 175 yards and with the t 200s i was hitting my seven iron like 180 182 yards and because of my ball flight he got and um he changed the loft he changed the lie angle he changed everything right he checked the loft on my seven iron and it was actually uh one degree six stronger. Iron. no my seven iron yeah It was, yeah, it was one degree stronger. So that means my ball flight was actually going a lot, uh, a lot higher and not as far. And I says to him, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd rather have a little bit of forgiveness and risk uh, losing a little bit of distance because I can afford to lose a little bit of distance. I'm not bothered about losing distance. He goes to me, yeah, like you can definitely lose a bit of distance. Like you've you've have too much. You don't need a seven iron going 180 yards. I'm like, yeah, I don't don't want that either. Like, no, I don't want that. If it's there, it's there. If I know I hit hit it that far, then I'm going to play for that. And uh, he goes to me, okay, so we're going to make, so he made my club two degrees flat, which means I can graze the grass a lot easier and my divot pattern Mm -hmm. will be straight so I can afford- Less chunks. Less chunks, so I can afford to attack the pins. And because my ball flight is so high, he goes to me, what I love to see is the fact that your ball flight, let's say, You hit at seven iron 180 yards and total carry is 183 yards, which means you can actually attack a lot of pins because your total distance compared to your carry is not that much, which is a good thing. Because then you know Mm -hmm. that if the pin is 180 yards, you can comfortably hit a seven iron and it's not going to, you know, uh, go low and, and and land and then like treacle past 10 feet. You know it's going to land, it's going to stop, which is brilliant. My spin rate was amazing everything. I'm like, okay, cool. So he goes, okay, now let's try the 150s. The 150s, I was hitting them, but I wasn't as comfortable as 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 the 200s. So, and then he was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I I don't think, he goes to me, you can, you're going to get, I can easily give you the 150s, you can definitely hit them, but you're going to get worse before you get better with the 150s. I feel like in the next couple of years, you'll definitely be ready for the 150s. But right now, I think the 200s are for you. So I'm like, okay, cool. So the next step, okay. Now gapping, he goes to me. I want to see a 12 yard gap between every single iron. I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, he gives me the six iron and the six iron. The gapping was like, I don't know, like 20 yards. So he's like, okay, let's go in. So at this point, I'm like, he's like, I'm like, he's giving me clubs. And then as he's giving me clubs, he's like changing the lie angle and the loft and everything. But he's taking me with him into the little um, mechanic booth, whatever and he's like show me how he's doing everything. And I'm like oh, that's pretty cool. So we get the 6 iron, he bent it in the, in the right position whatever whatever. He goes, yeah, 12 degrees. And then obviously I'm hitting like 10 20 shots with the 6 iron. So my average is 12 13 yards apart, right? And then we do the same for the 5 iron and uh, we do the same for the se- uh, se- we didn't do the 8 iron, we didn't we didn't do the 9 iron. And then he gives me a pitching wedge and he goes, how- "Oh, keep in mind I had my Arcos. So uh, he, I, pulled up, I pulled up all my r data. He's looking at my yardages, whatever, whatever. And then we get to the to the um, wedges. He goes, oh, yeah, cool. I can see you got the SM9s. And then I don't know if I showed you this. I have, a six, I have a brand new 60 degree SM9. A few weeks ago, I played with it and I forgot to, and it was wet and I forgot to wipe it down. And it was rusty. And I just got it out and I was like, oh, look at that. I can't believe like I've, I've rusted my 60 degree. And he goes, oh, I can fix it. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, yeah, just give it to me. So he gets the club, he goes in the, in the thing, he, he turns some machine on and just cleans it up. And he goes, yeah, "Here you go, brand new. And I'm like, bloody hell, thank you. Like, I didn't show him, I just showed him like as a joke. Whatever, oh yeah, like, l- l- look at my uh, my, uh, my, 60 degree. And he goes, oh yeah, I can fix that. And he just went and fixed it straight away. I'm like, cool. Easy. So then he goes to me, I want you to hit like, your 50 degree uh, wedge. My 50 degree wedge is by far my least favorite club in the bag. I have shanked more boards with my 50 degree wedge that I can count. And, and now it's in my head that I'm going to shank a ball. So he's like, my swing is weird. Like, I try and be so perfect with it. And I just end up shanking it, right? So we're hitting a few shots. And he goes, no. He goes, try and pull. Oh, and he, he also was giving me like a ton, like little tips. He got First of all, first thing he said was, you're too shallow. You're catching too much turf. You don't need to do that. Your ball stance, your ball is way too far forward in your stance. You don't need to do that. So he So he got me hitting, like, my ball way, way, way further back. Like, not even middle, like, towards the, my back foot. So, and after doing that, it was, like, effortless, dude. I can do, like, half a swing. He goes to me, just do me, like, half a swing. Dude, I was doing half a swing with, like, 50 degree, uh, with a 7-iron. With a I was going, like, 170 yards. He goes to me, like, yeah. this is why. You're catching it cleaner. You're hitting it off the middle. And, obviously, you, you, can, you can see the graphs of where I'm hitting every single shot on the club face. And it's, it's not middle-middle, but it's, it's right there, right? So, he goes to me, yeah, like, like the, that, that, that's, like, proof is in the pudding. You're doing a fifty degree, a fifty percent swing, and it's going 170 yards. You're working less and getting the same results. So why would you not do that? I'm like, oh, that's a good point. So yeah, I need to work on having the ball way further back. I'm hitting my fifty degree wedge. She goes into the into the little uh, um, area. He checks that the lie angle was all wrong. The the the, the um, what do you call it? The loft was all wrong. It was like two degrees. Str- so it was like a fifty two that's why i struggled to get it 100 yards no way yeah then he gets my 56 degree wedge he checks that he he uh, we I tried that he goes no your your lie angle is wrong so he put that he fixed that lie angle but so, uh, so for free obviously I was all included my 60 degree was actually a 61 or nearly a 62 degree he goes no that's way That's too much um you know um so you put that down to 60 60 degree he fixed that's the lie crazy. angle yeah, that's crazy yeah yeah that's crazy so then um um He said, I hit my pitching wedge and it was like 130, 132. And then I hit my 50 degree and it was 110. And he goes, the gap in between your 50 degree and your pitching wedge is too much. He goes, I don't like that. You're gonna, and and I'm like, yeah, I I know, but yeah. Okay, so what would you do if you have like a 120 yard shot? And this is actually funny because I have a lot of 220 yard shots. And he goes, well, he goes to me, I, I says to him, what I would never do is I would never get the 50 degree and try and smash it to try and get it. 120 yards so what i will do is get my pitching wedge grip down and have an easier swing but when i have an easier swing and then he finished my thing and goes oh you, you slice it don't you i'm like yeah because it's a slower swing so it's not as compact and, and he and i was like yeah exactly that and he goes to me okay so we need to find you a middle like a gap wedge between your gap wedge and your pitching wedge and it goes to me this is what we're going to do He goes to me your five iron goes 220 yards you don't and you have a four hybrid and a four iron he goes to me, let me see you hit your four your four hybrid. I'm like, okay, cool. So this is my ping four hybrid. I get my ping four hybrid out and I'm hitting balls and he's going 230, 240, 235, whatever. He goes to me, why do you have a four iron in your bag? And I says, oh, um, I, I only have it because it's like, that's like my punch shot. So whenever I'm, I'm in trouble or under trees or I need to hit a low shot, I hit my four iron. And he goes to me, okay, cool. He goes, here's your, the T200 five iron. Just, just hit me a stinger. Hit me a, like a low shot how you would normally try and do under a tree. I'm like, okay, so I, I get it, I set up, I hit a low shot, comes out perfect. He goes to me, okay, hit another one. I hit another one, perfect. Hit another one, hit another one. He goes, try and hit a little stinger. I hit a little, not, not like a stinger, but it was very low. He goes, so why do you need your four iron? And I'm like, I don't know, mate. He goes, okay, your four iron is coming out your bag and we're going to get you a, a 48 degree, no, a 48, Uh, 48 47. or 47. No, it's either 48 or a 46 degree. Wedge, and th- th- this wedge, I'm gonna set it up. And this is how good this guy is at his job. Goes, I'm gonna set it up. He's and- gonna
1: spend it to like
0: 47 or something. No, no, no. He he goes to me. The way I'm gonna set it up, and I- obviously I've seen you swing. By this point, I've hit like 300 balls. Goes, I'm gonna set it up, and you- you're f- the first thing that you're gonna hit. is gonna go like 122 yards. And I'm like, okay. And he gets it. Gives me the-, the iron. I hit it 48 degree wedge, 122 yards. I'm like, I told you, mate. And I'm like, Jesus, mate, what are you doing? He goes, yeah, That's hit, a hit, magician. Hit, yeah, he goes, hit another one, hit another one, hit another one. So at this point, they have this machine. This is the machine that I wasn't allowed to take a picture or a video of. This machine is, the, is, is a, it's a tight list machine. I think every company, every brand has this machine, but it's their own version. It's basically a machine that you put your club down and there's like sensors all over it and it senses exactly to the millimeter like what's below a millimeter what's smaller than a millimeter like a micrometer I don't know uh micrometer whatever and it it um it basically measures your lie angle and your loft and then he <coughs> sorry he sees how what what your lie angle and your loft is and then he goes okay that's wrong i need to let's say uh my loft was 48 degrees but i want it 47 he gets his massive m- metal rod he puts it on the on the iron and then he bends it Dude, this guy is so good at his job. If if he wants to bend it one degree, he just goes. And he goes. Okay, that's one degree. Then he measured it, measures it, and it's exactly one degree. There was times where he was he did my 56. Uh, he did it 56.25. It was like no, I want you to hit a 56.2, not 56, not 55 and a half, 56.25. And he was like, okay, I'm gonna bend it. And he bent it, dude. And he measured it, and he was exactly one go one try and you got it 50 56.25 straight these away
1: these guys are these guys are magicians Mad. seriously They're
0: incredible so uh, so i'm i'm hit that and i'm hitting a bunch of shots and it was just overall incredible experience right so then i'm thinking okay so at one point do i pay for the irons i didn't i thought you kind of pay you either pick them up on the same day or they ship them out to you or whatever dude this fitting basically the way it works is you finish a fitting and they send you an email of all your um, what's it called? Uh, your, my, stats, yeah. My like your, my, your, your yeah. fitting specifications and specs, yeah. Specs, and so with right. all these specs, you can go to your club pro or you can go to even American Golf, you can go to Clubhouse Golf or whatever, and you can put all of these or sh- all, all of these details, and you can get them shipped out to you. and I'm like, oh, no way. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, okay, what's the quickest way for me to do this? And he goes, uh, well, you can order it through us, it's gonna take seven days, seven, seven days. And I'm like, oh my god, I thought you were gonna say seven weeks. So I I ordered the clubs. I ordered T200 from 5-iron to gap wedge. Obviously, I'm keeping my 50-degree. I'm keeping my 56, my 60-degree. I'm taking out the 4-iron. I'm keeping my 4-hybrid, my 5-hybrid, and my driver. Right? So loft, standard loft, lie 2% flat, uh, length is standard, shafts true temper dynamic gold shaft flex s300s with your normal blacked out uh grips he, he opened like a like three jaws just full of grips he Goes, which ones do you want different colors different whatever and i'm like just give me the black ones mate i'm not flashy i don't care about having some f- well, red and but black but what about your
1: grips like any any tape no tape size standard me, what do you want? just standard
0: he, he goes standard grip i said i just want a standard grip i, d- I don't want anything different just perfect he goes cool okay uh, after that, we went to the, the little short game area. Uh, we, we checked out my um, my wedges. Uh, he goes to me, okay, he's obviously a massive green, and he goes, okay, just pick a flag and just hit what you would normally hit. So I picked the furthest one away, get my 50 degree wedge, and I'm like, hit a nice low one, like pitch and, pitch and run. He goes, perfect. And then he goes, okay, p- there's a flag over there. There was a bunker uh, to get over. What, what would you normally do? I'm, I'm, I'm showing him, goes, Oh, yeah, really, really good. You know, I, obviously, I told him I was uh, doing the Dan Greaves thing. He goes, Yeah, obviously, that helped a lot because I was hitting some really, really good flop shots and all that kind of stuff. There was a, uh, a bunker. The bunker was obviously really nice, but it was wet because it was raining. So he was like, Okay, so I would pick like the furthest flag away because it's just an easiest bunker shot. And obviously, he saw that I was really comfortable in the bunker. Like every shot was pin high. It was a really, really good bunker shot. He goes, Oh, I, 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 you look pretty comfortable in the bunker. I said, Yeah, actually. I'm not, I'm pretty decent in the bunker. Like I'm very, very comfortable after getting the Dan Greaves lesson. He goes, yeah, I can, I can see that. He goes, yeah, there you go. Just hit this flag here. The flag was like four yards away. And I'm like, dude, listen, I said, I'm comfortable. The, the, the bunker is wet. It's like mud. There's no way I can get this ball up and down like seven <laughs> yards away. This is not going to happen. He goes, just try. So I tried, I thinned like four shots. He goes, okay, do this. So he's like telling me what to do. And he goes, okay. I said, normally what I would do if the if the grass is uh, dry and it's nice and fluffy, I would have a wider stance, lower lower um, center of gravity. And I would go b- b- back swing, nice low f- uh, forward, uh, you know, down swing, and then follow all the way through. And but because so I'm, I'm, I'm explaining my shots. And I says to him, because the, uh, the, uh, the bunker is wet and is muddy, I won't do that because I know I can't get under the ball. He goes, just try it. I'm trying it, and he's it, and like, okay, it's going okay. And he goes, okay, now do this. Put put the weight on the left foot. But, so at, the, at this point, he's like giving me a little bunker lesson on how to play like wet bunkers. I'm like, mate, this is amazing. So yeah, uh, he was, the guy was amazing. Duncan, his name is Duncan McNeil, if I, if I, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, Duncan McNeil. Uh, he was incredible. Dude, he's 26 years old. He had a full scholarship in America to play golf. He, uh, he, he ended up not, um, he tried going on the Challenger Tour Ended up not working out for him. He ended up going on his mate's bag, cadine for six months on the Challenger Tour. After that, he got a job at up- tailor-made. Now he works for Titleist. And in January, he's going on a DP World Tour on the Titleist Tour Truck. And he's traveling for 30 weeks a year. Dude, this guy would be fitting wow. professionals, like professional elite players. And he just and fitted fit you. The, a 13 handicapper from Derby. Who was apparently not... A thirteen handicap, Dude, so right. So basically,
1: a professional tour fitter has called you a bandit. Essentially,
0: well, yeah. I mean, if the, if being a thirteen handicap is a bandit, I'll take it. But yeah, like he That's was, it. he was, he was like incredible shots, incredible shots, and he wasn't just saying that. He wasn't just saying that because at one point he started slagging off some of the other people. Not slagging off. No, he wasn't talking bad about anybody specific. He was like, "There's so many people that come for a fitting, and they're like, like, I want the T100,' and they're like." Yeah, but you're like, you're a 17 handicapper. Like, there's no way you, you can hit a T-100. He goes, okay, I'll settle for the T-150. He goes, like, you can't hit the T-150. The best hey, you can you, do is you a, need T- a T-400. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, a yeah. lot of people, they're, they're not open-minded. They think, they know. And I'm like, well, and I says to him, why would I pay as much money as I paid to come here for me to tell you how to do your job? He goes, exactly. And we're going back and forth. We talk, we talk for hours, dude. Dude, we spent four hours on irons and wedges. The time flew Brilliant. by. I didn't even realize it. Dude, was I could, incredible. I can imagine, like,
1: I could imagine, the whole like, place you could it was easily be like, oh. taking, like a whole two hours. Yeah, I
0: know. And I got some goodies. They gave me some goodies for free. No way. They gave me a tightless Let's hat. Have a look. Which is nice. Black, nice. Black and, black, uh, black and white uh, with tightless performance center woven at the back.
1: No way. That's sick. Very very cool. Sick.
0: They gave me. Um, <coughs> this is you'll love this one. You'll love this. A tightless uh, flask, right? Nice. But it says um, again, performance center is like matte black, like incredible quality, dude. Like really heavy, really, really good quality. I wish this, this, it, the t- the tip of the iceberg would have been if this had my name on it, engraved on it. But I uh, know. I mean, but, but you can do it yourself. Yeah. Anyway. But the thing that does have my name on it, I am officially. Towel? No, but that would have been really cool. Uh, team Titus, with my name on little bag tag. No way. With Titus Performance Center uh well but mate it was the greatest day like I, this is the way i explained it to my brother when i left and and I called him you know when you there's a, i bet you there's a bunch of people listening right now that will go for a fitting for either iron a putter or uh, wedges or a driver whatever and you 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 get the driver that you want to get you pay the money that you that you want to spend but you walk out and you're not fully convinced that you did the right thing like oh i got the G430 i uh, driver but I feel like I should have got the tailor-made or, oh, I've got the tailor-made, but I feel like I should have got the paradigm. And you're almost second guessing like, did I just spend £600 on a new driver and I I did the wrong thing? Dude, I promise you, I'm not going to say how much money I spent. You know how much money I spent. I spent a crap load of money today and I walked out of that fitting center with the biggest smile on my face and thinking I just spent this X amount of money and I feel so confident that I did the right thing I cannot wait to get my brand new Titleist T200 irons that are specifically fitted for me. Dude, it was the greatest day today. It was, I wish, right. I wish, I wish this experience was a little bit cheaper so I could do this every time I want to get a fitting, but there's just no way I can just. Well, yeah,
1: but but that's the point, right? Like You're not going to need a fitting for, like,
0: you know, like Duncan said, for at least two, three no years. No chance, yeah. It's not going to happen anyway. But now, again, man, it's a shame. So now the next thing, when I do get a fitting... Ne- my next fitting i'm gonna go to the is it the Tightless um headquarters in at saint ives it, it costs yeah. 60 pounds near cambridge yes yeah exactly it costs 60 pounds so what i'm gonna do next time i, w- I want uh, a fitting or if you want to fit in you go i'll come with you and i'll tell you how close th- your experience was to my experience does that, does that make sense
1: mate no chance i'm going to the f- woman one no. no chance i'm going to i'm going to work with, like <laughs> no, after you've no, just said no. this whole story there's zero chance of me like going to like the 60 pound one i am going there and I, I'll, I, I'll before duncan you. leaves if, i'm gonna go i'm gonna go there you go, and you're gonna come with me I'll come with and we, you me. know i would love to exactly and then we do some shooting around yes. and like I, dude like literally like i'm not gonna lie like okay i don't want to say anything but like Thanks. as you were describing your experience Ye- I came in a little bit.
0: Like... <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. Well, not not literally, but on, you know, in my note, mind. Anyway, stop talking, Chenji, Please stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but but yeah, the reason why I'm saying I want I want to go with somebody to the Saint Ives uh, Performance Centre is to see how close um, these two experiences kind of resemble each other. Because if I can get the same experience at the Saint Ives for sixty pounds, I just go to Saint Ives, right? So, it'd be interesting. But, yeah, if you want to go to, to, to the Fine. Woburn, I think I think you should go to, to the St. Ives one.
1: Well, but, dude, but the St. Ives one is, like, what? £60 for one hour. Yeah? Yeah, but, again, you... It's, it, it's one hour. So, you spent four hours. Yeah? So, that's, like, 240 hours. So, they're £240. Yes. And, which is, like, you know, still less than Woburn, but...
0: Yes, yes, yes. Like- but, again... Like, normally, if you go for a one-hour fitting, you're going to hit a seven iron, you might hit a five iron, you're not going to hit anything else. No, exactly. You know, and then it's going to kind of figure out the rest. With this one, I pretty much hit every single iron. And every single iron was made specifically for me. Mm. And same with wedges Mm. as well. But again, like, in my mind, I'm like, how, like, there's no way, there's going to be, like, an awkward time when he's going to be like, yeah, we're finished now, and there's, like, still, like, two hours left or one hour left. But that, that that's fine, because it's my choice that I didn't want a, mm. a driver or a new, new wedges. So it's not his fault, you know, but he dragged it. He didn't drag it out in a bad way. I mean that in the best way possible. He just gave me like a full, 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 ex, like bag fitting experience just on irons. It was, it was amazing. It's crazy. So yeah, tomorrow, I think tomorrow will be the last day that I use my pink irons. So tomorrow will be a very emotional day because those pink irons, man. They were, they, they, they they've, been, were, they've been with you since day one. They've day been one. with you since they, day one. They, they've been amazing. One. They were um, great, great, great first like fitting iron. Um I'm actually quite emotional, man. It's it's I don't know. I loved it today. Today was amazing. And it's it, this is like the first step.
1: I can feel it. I can feel it in your yeah, voice. Man, like, t- and t- I think t- uh, t- t- you know our t- t- listeners t- will also like
0: kind of yeah. hear it. T- today is like the first step to go in single handicap. T- like, today was that first step, and I'm so happy I did it. And uh, yeah, man, this time next year, it's gonna be it's gonna be nine point nine. It's just, there's just no way. There's just no way. There's no Ray, way.
1: It's, you're gonna be six. I can't
0: wait. I don't know about six. I'll take nine point nine, dude. <laughs> anyway, on that note, like, this has been probably the longest episode that we've ever done.
1: It has, but it's been so cool, man. It's just like amazing hearing you talk thank, about this. Experience. Yeah, thank you guys and I hope, for, like, audience... for
0: like sitting around. I hope it was interesting to you. I know I spoke a lot about my uh, t- tightless experience, but that was the whole point of this episode. I hope um, I didn't bore you to death. I hope you it got you excited to maybe go and try it. Go try it, or go to to a, a St Ives and uh, invite me if you want to. If you want to get a titleless fitting and you go to St Ives, invite me and I will come with you and I will tell you how close that experience was to what I had at, at the at Woburn at the, at the performance centre. So that would be pretty cool. But yeah, as always, guys, thank you very much for listening. Please like and subscribe, and we will see you again this time next week.